Welcome to Words of Light with Jim, sponsored by All My Relations in Indianapolis, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Thank you, Heather, and good evening, everyone. Well, we're coming to what? The season is going to be fall here real soon, right? Absolutely. It's coming here very quickly. So what's that mean? It's coming to fall. Right? Real simple. Too much, too much is too obvious sometimes, isn't it? When it's in front of our face, what do we do? Sometimes we ignore it. Uh, Heather can vouch for me many times. I'll ask for something. That, where's it at? And she'll say, it's right there, Jim. And I'll say, why don't you hide it? Then I can find it. That's the way I am. So, so sometimes the, the obvious is too easy, isn't it? It is. Now, how many of you have, um, let's say, prepared your journey to this point in life. And does everybody know that you're all here for a reason, right? Absolutely. And guess who's in charge of your journey? Everyone's in charge of their own one, right? But isn't it strange that it's sort of they come like, I call this on a collision path, where everybody sort of bumps into one another and say, how come I'm standing and sitting with you? Or how come you're my friends? How come you're my significant? What am I doing with you? Kind of interesting, isn't it, that we get interesting people in our lives and we're, what am I doing with that person or groups of people? Well, imagine that. You all agreed to show up here at the same time in the same kind of environment and be exposed to one another, you know? Isn't that kind of interesting? Being exposed. Who wants to get exposed? Does anybody know what a covenant is? It simply is. It's a promise. And oversimplified, it's just that simple. A covenant is a promise. And by the way, did you all know that you did sort of make a covenant to get here? It's like God said, okay, who wants to go? And okay, smart Jim in the back room again. You know how he is. He's a smart guy. And I raised my hand. God says, okay, smart guy, get up here. You're going. Wait a minute. I didn't think I was signing up for that one, did I? I didn't realize what I was really volunteering for. And I thought I was going to be able to sit in the back of the room and goof off. Have some fun, you know, send some notes to my buddies and throw spit wads and, and mess with the girls, right? Absolutely. That sounds like a path for me. Okay, you guys can stand, run up here and do all your genius work and I'll be the bad boy in the back of the room, okay? Sounds like a plan to me. But guess what? God had other plans. What happened? You know, I got pulled up to the classroom and I have to behave sometimes, right? Well, it's obvious. Sometimes I have to behave and other times... I can kind of goof off and be myself, right? And that's true for all of us. And that's called having a little fun on this journey. Did you know that? You thought it was all work and no play. I signed up for some fun. So let's remember the promise that you made to yourself. Send me, God, and let's make sure I have some fun. Absolutely. So let's not forget that little one. You all have a job to do, okay? And we're going to talk a little bit about what the, what the real covenant, everybody heard of the Ark of the Covenant, have we? Okay, that's, that was a box. I call it a box, okay? By the way, does anybody have a belief system? We all got one. Everybody has a belief system. And that's called a box because all your beliefs in your box. I like to have a box that have open ends on both ends. Some new ideas can come in and some can leave. Just like when I was four, I decided Santa Claus wasn't important anymore. He needed to leave. Okay? Yeah. I didn't need him in my box. So every once in a while, somebody comes along and reminds me Santa was sort of on the outskirts there somewhere. But you can hang out. 
meaning I don't have to throw them completely in the garbage or in a wastebasket or out of my life. So my own promise, my box, my covenant, is to what? Make sure that I keep my belief system with an ebb and a flow. A little bit can come in, a little bit can go out. I got room for lots of new ideas. I got some ideas that need to leave. I do. And I'm sure they'll perk up or come to me before long if, I, if they don't happen real soon. So I'm not going to read a lot, but I have to highlight some things here out of, it's in Hebrews. Anybody wants to take time to read in Hebrews, it's chapters, uh, basically hit eight and nine up, and you're going to find a lot of information there, okay? It starts off with one of the things, for if the first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no occasion for a second one. Okay, everybody knows about the first covenant. Basically, in a nutshell, it was in the ark and everything was kind of structured around something called a box. And everything was the power was in that box. You know, man has searched for that covenant. You know that? They have searched to find that box and they think, and by the way, I'm not saying it isn't or doesn't exist because it might still be here in this world. Okay, I don't say that it doesn't. Who am I? Because I haven't found it myself personally. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Could you imagine having the Ark of the Covenant in your possession? By the way, you're going to, before we get done here, you're going to find out you already have one. You have a covenant of your own that was given to you when you showed up. You have a, that power inside of you. We're going to get to that in a minute. But first off, the first covenant had to be, let's say, had to have a fault with it because there would be no reason for a second one to show up. And what was the new one about? It says, the Lord says, I will establish a new covenant. Good. We need a new one, right? So then he says, I will put my laws into your minds and write them on your heart. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. So the covenant wasn't in a box anymore. It was in your mind and in your heart. Really? How many doctors have found that out inside your brain and your heart? It doesn't exist, does it? Not that kind of covenant. So can you imagine for just a few seconds here that you have already this covenant inside of you? You don't have to go looking for it. You don't need to search the world. It's right here. It says so right there. You put it in the laws. Now remember, what tells you what's right and wrong? Did anybody ever know it was a little boy or girl that said, I know what was right or wrong to be doing something? Because you do it inside of you. And, of course, after the teacher or your mom and dad got after your butt, you know, that, then you knew it was wrong, right? That was another way to find out. The hard way, right? Whoever found it the hard way. Well, once or twice, I'm sure. Okay. It says, for all shall know that know me from the least to the highest. More or less, it doesn't matter who you are. Consider yourself the lowest person on the planet or one of the big whatever kahunas that are walking around. Everybody has that covenant and connection to God. It doesn't matter. Just think of that. And of course, I'm sure you've run into a few people, you wonder where they're coming from, right? I have. Well, what planet did they come from? You know, they have no idea what this is about. Or do they? Maybe they got a better idea than I do. Who says I'm right and they're wrong? Inside of me tells me that again. It might be right for me, and it may be wrong for them to believe the same thing I believe in. How come we got so many different religions? And I've always wondered, why do we have to have so many? Can't we just get down to a couple of good ones and leave it go at that? 
what happens in our call of it, we might call it ego, okay? What does that ego represent? It's your own belief that I am what? I'm the most beautiful, awesome person, and I know what's always right. Well, again, back to that covenant thing. How come your covenant is maybe a little different than mine at times? At times. Who says we have to believe everything that mom and dad told us? Or the system? Boy, that system thing always got me because I always say, was the system always right? Did anybody ever go to school and was told something like in history class? I remember I was told if you didn't answer it this way, it was wrong. Even if it was really wrong. Imagine that. The teacher would even say, it doesn't matter. You better answer it this way or you're going to get it wrong. Even if it was wrong. Because that's what the book said. Wow, can you imagine that? I, I'm, I, that sort of threw me for a loop to think, how can you teach me something wrong and say it's right? Well, that's the system. That's called the system, okay? So I always say, well, let's go along with the system. Does anybody ever have to go along with the system? Oh, everybody to some degree. To some degree, we do, okay? If we don't, what is going to happen? We're going to wind up having our own rules, and maybe it's called... Yeah. Have you ever driven in a country where there's no traffic lights? They may, well, they have them, but they may not be observed. I'll rephrase that. <laughs> okay. I don't, I haven't been there yet, but I was, I had an experience one time and um, Heather had took me down to Miami, Florida. And this is a true story. And she did warn me, if you're driving down the streets, you cannot be sure that it says stop, that they're going to stop. And she's right. They didn't necessarily stop. I was the one that had to stop, even though I was green for me. Imagine that. I said, boy, this is a new set of rules to follow. Whatever works. And it might be called dodgeball or dodge car or something, okay? So in that space of living in that environment, I had to make some adjustments to what I call my belief system or my box. My covenant to promise to drive sanely, you know, follow the speed limits. When it says red, stop. says stop, sign, stop. I had to play whatever you call the rules of that environment, adjust to what whatever the system says at that moment in time. If the teacher says, answer the question this way, you do it that way, right? Just to get through the system. Inside of you, in your heart, because it, remember, it's back to your mind and your heart. You know what's right. So to get along with the system, sometimes we have to just get along. So, good idea. Let's get along so we don't have to um, be fighting anywhere, Okay. One of the next statements here, I really get a laugh, laugh out of it because it says, I will remember their sins no more. Now, anybody can remember back when I was a young boy, I can remember seeing a, a truck driving on the road and it said, yes, I have no bananas. Yes, no, it's confusing. Which is it? Well, it's just like, I will remember their sins no more. I forgot. Did, did God have a bad memory all of a sudden that he forgot? Oh, wow. Isn't that kind of nice, though? To think, I can't screw up anymore. I can't. It's not possible. Because it says I, I don't have any more sins. Simply put, is it really just missing the mark? Remember that little story about the bone arrow thing, the archer? That's what sin's supposed to represent. Missing the mark. Has anybody ever missed the mark? Many times. I, didn't, I said goals and I never got there. That could be considered a sin, but does that mean you are a bad person? 
I don't think so. You, I'd like to throw us in, in, remember, you're going to find out if you read all this stuff here, that you and God are really not that far apart. Do you realize that? So if you want to say, I forgot that I was a bad boy, that might be pretty good. I forgot that I was a bad boy once upon a time. And maybe I'm still not too sure if I'm all that good yet, but I'm working at it, okay? So if I forget, and that's also sometimes considered forgiveness. Did you ever forgive anybody? Did you ever forget that somebody hurts you? Oh, man, I can remember somebody hitting me for no reason. I've had people walk up to me and, wham, slam me hard. And I'm thinking, what was that all about? I had no clue. They just walked away, and I didn't even know this person, complete stranger. And I mean, hit me hard. No logical reason. And I knew that he probably, as I call, wasn't playing with a full deck, if you want to say it that way, okay? Well, may I just stepped in his energy space, and he didn't like what I was stepping into. Did I forget it? My daughter, who was with me, wanted to go fighting him. I said, Pam, let's go. Let's move on. Let's just forget it and get on with it. So if I say, did he miss the mark? Maybe I was his mark. And he hit it on the button. But I can forget it and move on. So let's say that is a big challenge for us to forget. Yes, I have no bananas. Thank you for listening to Words of Light with Jim. Come check out All My Relations in Indianapolis or go online to allmyrelationsindy.com the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Words of Light with Jim, spreading light for your spiritual journey.